Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to my Good Nanny Radio. MGN Radio. The best show on Blog Talk Radio for family information and entertainment. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, and welcome to MGN Radio. I'm your host, Miss Tossie, and we're broadcasting live. Um, thank you so much. Um, for those of you who might not know who I am, I am I'm the host of MGM Radio, and MGM Radio is a show on Blog Talk Radio that is the number one show for family information and entertainment, and we interview authors, celebrities, businesswomen, and businessmen, anything that's of interest to the family and parenting and business community. So we are so glad today is Monday, March 21st. Um, spring is here, and thank you so much for tuning in as always. And I always tell our listeners, if you're listening now or later to the Rewind, you know, thank you. We really appreciate you, and we always try and bring you great content. Now, today's um, guest, I'm super excited because we have our conference coming up, Dare to Aspire Conference. It's a conference that we hold annually in Atlanta, and we are really, really excited because it's in Atlanta. It's April 8th and 9th. Um, check out the website at d2aspire.com, okay, d2aspire.com, because we have a wide way, array of speakers. We have vendors. We have, um, you know, just a lot of powerful women in business that are going to share their tips and information and practical, I love to say practical knowledge that will hopefully help somebody to start or grow a small business, and that's why we do it. We also have our keynote speaker, Miss Lisa Price, who um, is one of my role models. She built a multi-million dollar business empire and um, she started in her kitchen. She's a wife. She's a mom. She's going to be live and direct in Atlanta chatting with us at Dare to Aspire. And I'm so excited. I can't wait. April 8th and 9th, grab your tickets. Hey, just for listening to this broadcast, use the code SMALLBIZEARLY and save $50 off your tickets. Grab them now. Grab them now. Okay, so Nina Ijeri Otuka, she's um, our guest today. She's Like I said, she's a speaker at Dare to Aspire Conference in Atlanta. Um, before I introduce her, I want to um, pay some bills, and I'll be right back in two seconds. Hair Yum is the fastest-growing vegan hair care product on the market. Hair Yum can transform your hair with one wash. Cleanse with no harsh chemicals, sulfates, or detergents. The Hair Yum collection is available now at HairYum.com. Take the challenge. Go vegan. Get Hair Yum at HairYum.com. That's H-A-I-R-Y-U-M.com. Your hair will thank you for it. Yes, and your hair will thank you for it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for, for tuning in and, again, for joining MGN Radio on this Monday. Um, we have um, this week, while before we introduce the guests, we this week we have an amazing lineup of interviews on MGM Radio. Um, we actually have Lisa Price, who's actually our keynote speaker. She's going to be on Wednesday. We also have an author on tomorrow. And um, again, we we appreciate all the. Um, 
tweets and emails about MGM Radio. I can't believe, you know, it's been over six years since we've been doing this show. And we've interviewed so many guests and so many people that have passed through our show and they've gone on to such big and, you know, just great things. And every time I I see the news or read an article, I am just humbled because I'm like, I've talked to that person, I've interviewed that person, they've come on MGM Radio. And it's really, it's really humbling, you know, to see the great, the great people that um, come on our show. So I guess if you're listening and you want to be a guest on MGM Radio, hey, you're destined for greatness. You're destined for great, great things. (laughs) Um, And just email us at info at mygoodnanny.com and let us know if you want to be a guest on our show. We'll be happy to have you. As we wait on Nina to join in, I just want to chat some more about our conference that's coming up April 8th and 9th. So we have a wide, wide array of great, like I said, of speakers. We always try and get um, a speaker from Shark Tank. And Shark Tank is a, is a hit show on CNBC that basically talks about business and entrepreneurship. And, you know, this year we're going to have Lydia Evans, who's the CEO of Swag Essentials, to come and speak to us about her whole experience and, um, you know, just being on Shark Tank. And we are really, really excited because we always, we always, always, always try to get um, – you know, somebody from that show to come on our show, you know. Um, We also have a makeup artist, celebrity makeup artist, um, you know, Mimi Johnson, who is going to be on, um, who's going to be a speaker on the show. Um, And, you know, she does the makeup for Love & Hip Hop, for Real Housewives of Atlanta, for Angela Simmons. You know, if you're in the beauty, this, this, um, time around, it seems if you're in the beauty business, you better be at the conference. We have a lot of wonderful beauty like leaders from makeup to hair care to um, you know we have some authors that are in the house. Um, one of the the authors that I actually interviewed on MGM Radio, she is a domestic violence survivor and she's actually a best selling author on Amazon, Tamiko Lowry Pugh and. She's going to be at Dare to Aspire. Kelly Lynn Adams is going to be at Dare to Aspire. i got to interview her later this week on MGM Radio. And Karen Hatcher, who's going to be on our show, I think they. So, um, and Karen Hatcher is a seasoned investor. She's, you know, has a million-dollar business. And, um, you know, she is going to be a speaker at our event. And then we have... Um, I'm just doing a rundown. <laughs> so I talked about Mimi. I talked about myself, who's a serial entrepreneur. I started, you know, several businesses, um, and you know, I'm really a pioneer in the childcare industry because I started the first multicultural nanny agency, um, My Good Nanny. And so I, you know, my gift to women, I love, love, love encouraging women to. Um, start or grow a small business. So I love it. So yay, I see our, our as I was killing time, <laughs> I see Nina is is on. So let me introduce, let me connect her first just to make sure it connects before I introduce her. Great. Hey, Nina. Hi. 
Hi, finally. Thank you so much for your patience. I want, I want to say that, you know, we had some minor um, issues and now she's on. So let me introduce her. Okay. So Nina is a dynamic businesswoman, entrepreneur, leader, motivational speaker, and humanitarian. She leads Nina International LLC, a professional speaking and internet marketing company with a BS in business administration and an MBA and over 15 years of direct sales and business experience. In 2010, Nina launched Prospect. Sad Consulting, a global training and business consulting firm. She uses real-life practical examples in her business training and coaching sessions, which are designed to equip participants with the tools to increase confidence, handle objections, and become pros at closing the deal, which is so important. She's the founder and executive director of Young African Girl Organization, and it's a nonprofit that inspires, promotes, and empowers sub-Saharan African girls. I love it. Okay, so welcome to MGN Radio, Nina. Yay! <laughs> welcome. Thank you. It's yeah, my pleasure. Yeah. This is the time. Yes, yeah. yes. No, I know you're you're a very busy, busy wife and a busy businesswoman. So let's get started, okay? Direct sales. Let's talk about everywhere I go, people want to know about how they can close the deal, direct sales. Could you kind of talk about your experience? Um, you have over 15 years and um, share with us any wisdom you have about closing the deal. Sure. That that would be something that I'm, I'll be excited to do. I Actually, started uh, in, in delved into the business world, starting off with direct sales and um, the experiences and the um, uh, experience, the experience that I got from my direct sales, along with training and uh, education that I've gotten along the path, has um, helped me to uh, become a better businesswoman and also be able to set up two other businesses that I'm running. Um, but I always. I always tell people if you find a great um, direct sales company that you believe in your product, because you have to believe in the product first before you can even uh, sell any product. If you do not buy into your product, because I've, I've, I've gone to a lot of uh, workshops where people have reached out to me and asked me, oh, how did you grow your business in, short, in such a short time? Uh, and one thing that I always say is, first of all, you have to believe in the product and you have to be passionate uh, about the business that you're doing and, um, and and learn the art of the business because you don't know what you don't know. And the only way you add to what you know is by opening up the trainings and um, um, surrounding yourself with people who are going in the same direction. Uh, a lot of times uh, people look at other people's successes in direct sales without really asking themselves what is it that they did because action produces results. Uh, they have to have done something to get to where they were. Uh, the story always sounds good, the glory story. I always say the glory story sounds <laughs> good. <laughs> but there, there had to have been work, you know, that was put into to make the glory happen, and that's where a lot of people miss it. So I would say uh, for people who are thinking about uh, direct sales, to make sure that they first buy into uh, the company, uh, they do their due diligence, buy into the product, and uh, plug in 
and learn from people who are ahead of you in the business what they've done and uh, and repeat the same thing because a lot of times they have a proven system uh, that helps to create success. And if you follow through with actions, you're definitely uh, top-bound. Wow, that is very, very true. And for those of you, people who might be listening say, what is direct sales? Can you just, I mean, I you know, know what it is, but could you just share, like, what define direct sales? When people say direct sales, what do they mean? Uh, well, I, frankly, I don't know the dictionary definition. I wish I could just go online right now and tell you what it is, but I could kind of uh, explain. Uh, usually a direct, direct sales is um, a business with a group of people, you know, some people also call it uh, multi-level marketing uh, uh, companies. And uh, the goal of that is it's usually a product, but different people who are independent contractors marketing the product. That might be the best way for me to uh, for me to explain it. And uh, and within the organization, people there are different ways to earn uh, income. You can earn income from just marketing the product, or you can earn income by moving up the career path. You know, depending on the number of people that you introduce uh, into the direct sales company. Um, I hope that does that, you know. <laughs> yes, yes. No, that that was very good because a lot of times people always say, I, I want to stay away from this pyramid scheme where I bring somebody in and then I da-da-da. I think what you're saying is a little bit different. You know, you're dealing with a product or service and you're having that one-to-one contact. And I always think of Avon. Um, you know, where people sell, um, you know, their different products, and then I bring somebody else in, and it moves up that way, you know. Um, okay, and yes, great. And where due diligence come in, you know, when I say due diligence, because there are some pyramid companies out there. So if that's not where you're heading, that's where you have to do your due diligence to make sure that whatever company that you're choosing to be a part of, uh, it's more of a direct sales or multi-level marketing company rather than a pyramid company because those are two different things. Exactly, exactly. We're chatting with Nina live. Now, Nina, one of the things that um, I was impressed with you is you do a lot of business internationally. Um, and a lot of people, the world is global. You know, everybody know. you know, it's, dynamics are changing. Can you share, like, about your business that you do internationally and, you know, any tips or advice or challenges that you might have um, and how you overcame those challenges with doing business outside of the U.S.? Sure, I'll be happy to. Now, um, I'm American, but um, I also have my uh, roots from Africa. I'm originally from Nigeria before moving into uh, the United States. Uh, And... um, Coming from Nigeria, I still go back home to visit and uh, relating with people, um, I saw the need. You know, Africa right now is a major market. It is an emerging market. Uh, A lot of companies are moving away from the developed countries, like the United States would be regarded as a developed country. Uh, While there are um, opportunities in the United States or in the developed countries, there are even greater margin opportunities in developing countries, you know. Uh, so most strategic, uh, most businesses are strategically moving into um, these developing countries. Africa is one right now. Nigeria is a major market, meaning the African market coming up uh, as an emerging um, uh, country. 
And uh, with that comes the need uh, to prepare the people to receive what is coming into them. And that's where my uh, my business comes in, uh, prostate training and consulting, because what we do um, is go over there to provide business trainings to young adults. And, you know, entrepreneurship is encouraged in the United States. And when you see problems, you have to think of, okay, what is the solution to this problem? Uh, growing up uh, in Nigeria, it seemed like a lot of people and, you know, some of my um, uh, some of my friends, because of how we grew up, it seemed like most people are very dependent. And the wonderful thing is that there are problems in Africa. Uh, it's one thing to focus on the problem. It's another thing to think beyond the problem and ask myself, hmm, what can I do uh, to solve this problem. And that's what business is about. Business is find a need, feel a need. Uh, so my yeah. business is going in uh, to reorientate the people's mind, help them to see that they have their solution in their hands if they can just allow themselves think beyond who can I call to give me money and rather think what can I do to make a difference. Uh, there seems to not be a lot of work. There, there, there are more people uh, who are out of jobs than people who have jobs in Africa. Uh, but a lot of these people have uh, gifts that they can start developing immediately or gifts that they can start acting on immediately if someone could just tell them, yes, you could fly, you know, because they're sitting with their wings slapped down without knowing that they can actually flap their wings and fly. Imagine if someone could come in and say to them, hey, listen, you could do more with yourself. I mean, I understand the yeah. situation with the country, but what is it that you could do with what you have where you are uh, uh, right now? Then get to work with it and then show them how. What are some of the things that they could do within their resources to get to work? And amazingly, a lot of them that have plugged in uh, are doing so well. Uh, uh, Nigeria is one of the countries in Africa that is uh, encouraging skill-based businesses. Uh, and uh, with the skill-based business, it helps people to focus on what is my skill? What is it that I can do right now? You have technicians, you have welders, and those are small businesses, people that can just start off a business on their own. People are learning how to do makeup and establishing it as a business, building a brand and making killer money. Uh, a lot of photographers are emerging. Uh, people are learning how to be web designers, you know, um, because all those businesses that are coming into Africa, they need people who can service them. And if we can prepare our people to be able to receive, then it will be a win-win situation for both the country and the people coming into the country. And the other thing that I must say is the need for um, customer service. I'm all about customer service. And traveling to Africa a lot, I see that that's one major area that it seems like we're lacking. Uh, and being a problem, I asked myself, what is the solution that you can bring to this problem? And actually, while I was doing my MBA at Keller Graduate School of Management, I actually wrote a thesis. So I took time to do a research on customer service in Africa and um, um, did ratings on some companies and found out that a lot of emphasis seemed not to be based on customer service. They talk about it, but it's not being implemented. And not only are they not impl implemented, it's not being 
evaluated. You know what I mean? So yes. uh, yes. also goes in to these companies and offer our service, mm-hmm. teach customer service to their employees, uh, helping them to um, carry a better brand, you know, a better image of the company, uh, and, and just pass it on to other people. So in a, in a nutshell, uh, so we're providing organizational uh, training uh, along with uh, individual training. Then we work with the government as well to do youth empowerment and entrepreneurial workshops. Wow, that is amazing. That is because I'm telling you, like you said, I love what you said about find a need, fill a need. That's the goal of business, and you know, you hope people will pay you for that. But um, Nigeria, in particular, is is going to be, I mean, or is already growing to be just an amazing, huge market. Like you said, the makeup, the beauty industry, you know, everything is just exploding. So the fact that you're there already, to me, is a is an advantage. Are there any challenges, like main challenges that, that you have, like being over there? Uh, well, um, <laughs> you know, I, I pause because um, I, I go when I go in, I go in with the mindset of everything is not going to change in one day. Uh, a lot yes. of challenges yeah. are definitely really glaring. Um, uh, some, sometimes, it, frankly, sometimes it's even the leadership, I'm sorry to say. Um, yeah. I, I've, I've actually presented a, a situation, uh, a proposal to uh, a leadership and one of the things that they told me is that the people, now listen to this, the people are not ready for this kind of training. Well, all, 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 all they care about is just the um, whatever stipend that they will be given because when some of them come out to this workshop, the government encourages them to come out because they give them some kind of stipend. You know, all they care about is this stipend that they will be given for coming and my question wow. back to him, wow. I said, well, the more reason why they need this training of empowerment, don't you think? Because now you're giving them fish. What happens if you teach them how to fish? Exactly. You give them this fish this one time and they go, and this is money that they can spend in one week. So in two weeks, in three weeks, in the, by the fourth month, you know, what's going to happen? So I'm, I'm saying that to say that the problems are glaring. It could be network problem, being able to communicate, you know. But frankly, I, I've learned how to look beyond that and always focus on, um, I would tell my ladies, you have to be result-focused, you know. what Rather than be problem-focused, be result-focused. You know, it helps you to um, thrive above problems and move forward. But I would say the, the people's mind is one, and um uh, just being able to maneuver through the government is another challenge. And um, uh, But other than that, the people are ready, willing, they want to receive. They need help, but they just want to know how, you know. They just want to know how. And that's when ProStad, your company, comes in and, and hopefully helps with the business and coaching. Now, yes. and to, Nina, those are very, very, you know, valid points. You know about, and I'm sure people that might be listening are thinking of doing business internationally. Some of your feedback and tips will help. Um, one of the things that, um, you know, when I introduced you, I said humanitarian, and I'm very impressed because of your organization for young African girls. I think, you know, that's something that I'm very, um, you know, just impressed with your YAG organization. Could you share like why you created it? and what you're doing currently to help 
or empower young African girls? It's uh, it's it's uh, it's amazing that um, huh, and and what's what's. It's it's really heavy, and the reason why I say that is um, what led to this was also finding solution to a problem. Uh, one of my visits uh, to Nigeria, precisely, um, I saw the need. A, a lot of I noticed that a lot of the young girls in the that used to come in to clean the hotel rooms where I stayed had body odor issues, and at first it was something that was irritating. You know, I used to you know really get away from it. When they leave my room, I open my windows. And, you know, one time the Holy Spirit just dealt with me and asked me, you know, what if this girl actually needed help? What if they don't even know that they have this problem? Uh, And um, I had to talk to one or two of them. I ended up uh, finding out that the two ladies that I talked to didn't use deodorants. Not only did they not use it, they couldn't even afford it. And here they are working in a hotel where they wear uniforms. So obviously what is happening is that they're wearing one uniform over and over again uh, without washing it, you know. So it's, you know, building up body, you know, sweats and all and creating the the order. Um, As a woman, it was a hard conversation to have, but um, somehow we had it. And I'm glad it did because that has now led to Young African Girls Organization. In digging deeper, I found out that a lot of girls, not only can they not even afford deodorants, but some of them, every month for a girl who is of a childbearing age, they have periods. Uh, Some of them cannot afford to buy sanitary towels. And um, it was sad to see that most boys, uh, there are more boys in school than girls, and that most girls will drop out of school during that time of the, of the month just because they cannot afford a sanitary towel, you know, so they end up staying at home. How sad is that? You know, something that yeah, we hard, take, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, and I think about yeah. growing up, I never had that problem, you know, thank God. Uh, but this just opened my eyes to the fact that not everybody has that privilege. There's still a lot of underprivileged people. And the question is, yes. what do we do to help them and help to build instill confidence in those girls. Let them know that what they need to focus in what they need to focus is is in staying in school and helping themselves become the best them that they could be. And it comes with us being able to mentor and teach them the best that we can. So that's that's how wow. young African got birthed. I love it. I love that. That is, yay, hand clap for you because I'll tell you, you know, and I I travel a lot, you know, to Nigeria, to different parts of the world. And now you, in hearing the story, I'm like, wow, that body odor, you're so right. And sometimes you get annoyed or, you know, agitated, agitated, but people might not be able to afford this stuff. You know, we see it in America. So I love it. Wow. We are chatting live with Nina, entrepreneur, motivator. Um, We have 13 minutes left, so I did want to kind of jump back to the business side of things. Now, Nina, one of the things, you're going to be at Dare to Aspire, you're going to be chatting um, and, you know, mixing, (laughs) and you were there last year. And, Nina, if you have not seen... If you have not seen Nina, go to the website. She's well put together. That was my question. In terms of appearance, 
how important do you, especially for women entrepreneurs or mom entrepreneurs, a lot of times, me included as a mom, we're just like, oh, if I just work hard, the appearance, you know, I'm I'm running around in my slacks because I got the kids and husband and everything like that. Could you share, like, any advice in terms of sales and closing the deal, how important is appearance, and why or what advice or tips you have for staying, you know, so in shape, so well put together that other moms who are very busy um, can kind of utilize? Well, you are so kind. Thank you very much for that compliment anyway. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, business taught me that image is your business. You might not have a chance to explain to everybody what your business is about, but you can attract people to ask you what you do and what you are about. Now, I believe I, I have uh, uh, something that I always say. I always say business in business, you're always winking, meaning uh, everybody knows about Coca-Cola, Coke, you know, Coca-Cola. But they continue to advertise, right? Yeah. Who knows post that? So why should I not be advertising? And I am my business as a sole proprietor. Uh, I I speak for my business. I carry my business. And when you see someone, when you have your business card to hand to someone, if you don't feel that you're well-dressed or if you feel that you're not put together, it might hinder you from making that connection in, immediately. And I speak from experience. Um, during my direct sales days, um, I rushed out of the house one or two times and um in building my business, I, there, there's something I learned from T. Harv Aker. T. Harv Aker is the writer of um, uh, The Millionaire Mind, and it's a very good book to pick up and read. Uh, but he talked about your need of effectiveness, and he talked about how you are uh, at a certain number, say on a scale of 1 to 10. Uh, you place yourself on a scale depending on your experience. Exposure, you know. So let's say, for example, if your uh, level of lead is at eight because of your your studies, your exposures, most time naturally people reach out to people who they feel, quote unquote, that they are better than, right? So if you reach mm-hmm. out to someone whose level of lead is a seven, because when you go out, you perceive, you know, we connect with the spirit before even the physical, right? When you see someone, you yes. connect with them. Yes. So so this person is at a lead lower than yours. So let's say the person is at a lead of seven. Remember, you're building an organization, right? And you go out and you bring in someone who is at a lead of seven. That person who is at a lead of seven is going to go out and bring in someone who is at a lead of what? Six, five, or below. Your organization is just dying. Right? If you make it a point of duty to say, okay, that woman who intimidates you by her presence, Obviously, that woman has a higher level of lead. You perceive that she has a higher level of lead than you. That's the lady that you want to reach out to and hand out your business card. And this is a tip for my direct sales people, you know. Uh, and if you're not put together, you're not going to be able to extend. You're not going to have that confidence to extend your business card to where you're attracting rather than attacking. Most times, most times people make a mistake and attack people rather than attract people. And every single day, people, 
you interact with people as a businesswoman, if they if you don't if you don't catch their eyes or if you don't position yourself where they can ask you, oh, what do you do? Then you're missing out of business, or where you even have that confidence to be able to talk to them. I'll give you one more example. I I was I went to a hair salon. Uh, where I went to do my hair, and this lady came into the restaurant, I mean, came into the salon, and uh, she says, oh, um, I have a food truck, and I sell food. She came in looking crazy, I'm sorry to say, <laughs> and <laughs> she didn't make any sales. She walked out of there. I taught what I taught within myself, and I said within myself, even if I was hungry, I wouldn't buy food from her because of the way she's wow. looking and selling food. And what was amazing was everybody else thought the same thing. The lady that was on my hair said, ooh, and she came in here dressed like that. You know, I thought about it, but I didn't say anything. You see what I'm saying? So that's another thing. Her her outfit, her image stopped her from making a sell. But if she had come in there looking put together, it will even make you want to ask, oh, what is, nobody even asked her, what are you selling? She just turned around. I could have stopped her to tell her to do something differently the next time. I wish somebody else, you know, does that. So, yes, I believe that image is everything. And that's one of the things that I have on my blog. I actually wrote a, a blog on my website about image. Your image is your business. Your image is everything. Don't take it lightly. You always want to make sure that you're put together. If you need to lose some weight, lose some weight. Uh, if you need to cut your hair, diet, whatever that is going to put that arms in your step, do it. You will feel good, and when you feel good, people will receive you uh, even better. So if that helps a little bit. Oh, yes. I mean, you. <laughs> I was even taking notes. I was like, oh, wow. the millionaire mindset, I mean, the millionaire mind and all attract versus attack. I love that. You know what? A lot of, and I lose some, and you know, as mom, I know my moms that will be listening are like, oh, my God, if only it was that easy to lose the weight. But um, you write a blog and you have some stuff. Could you share your, I want to, because a lot of times we wait to the end, but I don't want to miss it. Could you share how people can, you know, read this blog that you've just mentioned, if there's a website that you can share? My my personal uh, website is, my personal brand website is Nina Ijeri. So www.ninaijere.com, Nina Ijeri. Dot com is my personal brand website. Oh, wow. Now, well, you like? do you like blogging? Do you find that it's, oh. it's a, a good way to get your message out? <laughs> I, see, blogging does a lot of things. You know, in this time and age, you cannot get away from blogging, especially with the kind of businesses that I do. Uh, blogging not only does it help you to get information out, you know, but as a business person, it also drives traffic to your website. Uh, so even if you have a hairline, well, well, which I do, my Vox hair brand, uh, the goal for Vox hair is for us to do more um, blogging about beauty stuff. When it's out there, you provide value to people, you know, they're going to buy into your brand, and that's how it's going to get attracted back to the website. That way you just don't come across uh, like you're selling. You know, blog helps you to uh, provide value to people, without being salesy. When people get attracted to you, they buy from you. So that I, is I very, find that, very true. I find that blogging helps uh, not just for you to get information out there, but it also helps to attract more business to your website. I love it. I love it. Now, Nina, a lot of people, especially small business owners, 
you know, sometimes minority, not even minority business, just business owners, everybody's trying to pinch a penny, and, you know, they always want free. Can you do this free? Can you do that free? What's your thoughts um, as a direct sales with your 15 years of experience on giving stuff away for free to maybe get a future sale? What's your thoughts on that? Um, well, that's where um, personal business decisions comes in. But I always believe that uh, when that time of the month comes around, (laughs) and that's where training comes in, when that time of the month comes around and uh, your mortgage or uh, you're expected to pay your rent or you're expected to pay uh, Georgia Power or whatever power service that you use, you're not going to say to them, um, you know what, you know, I'm trying to build a business, and but I gave it out for free. I mean, you're not going to tell that story. So having said that, uh, you decide, depending on where your business is, what you want to do, you know. Uh, don't give discounts just to attract customers, you know, because people buy what they believe. And people would pay if they believe enough. It's your responsibility to build value on your product. You know, I mean, I understand when you're launching a new product, you might have to give it out for free, but you've already accounted for that in your uh, uh, in your accounting. If that makes sense, so you've already yes. budgeted yes. that. So that's a different ball game entirely. But in the process of building your business, you could decide to do a discount, um, but you always want to say, "I'm going to give free to attract business." It, it might not happen because people will very easily see you. Okay, maybe she's a cheap uh, business person. Uh, it doesn't always work, you know, to give free. But you could give discount or you could build value in your product and insist on the value that you – and it's okay to walk away sometimes. Yeah, it's okay to walk away. And talk about – you know, oh, wow, you said so much. The thing – let me just say the thing about building value. I remember one time um, – People were talking about Beyonce's concert, and her ticket prices were like 300 and da-da-da. And people were like, oh, I can't afford this. But then they bought Beyonce. And I think what she said was true, build value. They saw Beyonce tickets, even though they were 300 900 you know, 1000 They weren't cheap. People were mm-hmm. buying them because they saw the value in it. So I think that's, that's very important. That's very important. Now, in terms of knowing when to walk away, when would you have you ever had a horrible customer just like oh my god I don't even want their money <laughs> and how did you <laughs> deal with it and you know how do you know when to walk away and say you know and buy enough is enough <laughs> you know business comes with experiences and um, <laughs> and it's every day you have to be prepared for that I, and a lot of times I and that's where mindset comes in. I, I, I think that every business person should go through a mindset training, you know, because when you have the right mindset, and what I mean by that is in dealing with someone, so let's say, for example, I'm dealing with you, and it just gets to that point where I feel that you're not being uh, fair, you know, I could very easily tell you, hey, listen, I, as much as I would love to continue doing business with you, uh, I, I hate to say that I'm just going to call it quits right now. And you, that person is going to respect you even more, especially when you're willing to walk away. And you don't have to, and when you're a business person, you choose who you want to do business or not do business with. 
So I've actually had a situation where I didn't do a business with someone just because they always kept asking for discounts. Hey, this is not a discount shop. You know, I actually have a friend who thinks that um, uh, when I was building my direct sales business, I don't know if she thought that I got my products free from the company. So she would always call and say, oh, I need this, I need that. Sure. So your total would be, you know, and she'd be like, oh, it's not free. No, darling, it's not. <laughs> so nicely, nicely, too, you're still saying your mind in a very professional way. The key thing is not to just allow yourself to, you know, really go off when you sometimes you want to feel Sometimes you feel like going off on them, but just control yourself and be professional as a businesswoman, you know. Yes, yes. No, I love it. <laughs> It's like, wow, everybody, you know, people get upset. They want it. Wow. Nina, this is so amazing. Time has flown by, like I always say. But, you know, if you want to hear more from Nina, make sure you come April 8th and 9th to Dare to Aspire. Nina, your information and your – you should write a book because your tips and information is, like, really, really powerful. Thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you. It is my pleasure, and thank you for inviting me. Yeah, now tell your tell us tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you again, please. Sure, absolutely. My uh website, my personal brand website where every other thing is connected to is Nina N I N A I J E R E at uh dot com. Uh so w dot Nina I J E R E dot com. You can also find me on uh Instagram at Nina Ejeri or you can find me on Twitter at Nina Ejeri. Connect with me on social media. I look forward to uh, seeing you guys at Dare to Aspire. I was there last year. I was blessed. I made great connections. I actually went into business with one of the ladies, and I'm really, really so proud of Tosi, you know, for sticking out and having hung in there. You're doing an excellent work. It is not easy uh, to plan this conference. You have been very consistent, and I just wanted you to know that we appreciate you, and you're very commended for that. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Nina. Oh, my, coming from you, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. All right. We'll talk to you all later. Have a blessed day, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.